1: you get the spooked girls true crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls stabby snippets will give you dreams Tara and jessica will make you along with the spooked on the slaughter we on that haunted ground
0: the three spooked girls hello spooksters and welcome back to another stabby snippet here on three spooked girls my name is jessica and as always i'm joined by my favorite gal pal tara hey spooksters I just want to do a caveat again. My For some reason, my voice lately has decided to take a hiatus of being normal. And it's like <laughs> it's we okay. do one episode and then we go to record a second one and it's just like wah, wah. But know that I am not sick. I just don't have a voice. It's okay. It also could be because I went to a concert on Friday and I think I may have yeah. hurted the vocal cords. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> okay so today i'm gonna be talking about a clusterfuck of a story and it is quite i don't even know what to title it but we're gonna i'm just gonna start telling it and we're gonna figure it out as we go okay so we're gonna be talking about a woman by the name of elizabeth k meyer fiera she goes by betsy and betsy had two daughters and after a while she Like, she was not with her husband, and then she found this man and named or married him, and his name was Russ Faria. They fell in love, and they got married, and they decided that they were just going to live their best lives. Like, they were going to go on cruises and just kind of, like, you know, do their thing. Unfortunately, Betsy was diagnosed in 2010 with breast cancer. Oh, shit. Right. She'd gone through her treatments and everything like that, and she actually went into recovery. So they booked this other trip and it was like they booked this cruise with like their friends and their family. And it was to like celebrate her in recovery and everything. And a little bit before the trip, she started not feeling well again. And she ended up going in and getting checked out. And they found out that her cancer actually had come back and it had metastasized. It had made it all the way to her liver. Mm, Oh, no. Yeah. So it wasn't going to be good either way. But, you know, she was like, fuck feeling down about myself. None of that shit's going to happen. Her and her family, her and Russ and friends and whatnot still went on the cruise. And they said that she was like in good spirits the whole time and was just trying to live her life. And she was really trying her best. And she was like, I'm going to beat this. I'm going to try my hardest. So one night, I believe it was a Tuesday night, It's either Tuesday or Wednesday night, but the date is December 22nd. And Russ was kind of like a board game nerd or a games nerd. Like, he Mm -hmm. would go to, like, his friend's house on a specific night every single week, and they would have, like, they would drink, and they would have all this stuff and, and whatnot. And then he would come home. And so one of these days, Betsy had, like, a treatment, right? And she had chemo. And it was like the same day as Russ's treat, as Russ's games night. Every time I say games night, I just think of like uh, David Rose on Jits Creek. (laughs) Or Alexis, a small games night. Just a little kid. (laughs) Sorry. So they went and he went there. And when he came home, mind you, he had asked his wife, like, hey, do you want me to come pick you up? And she's like, no, my friend Pam is going
1: i knew it i was like i think this is what sorry sorry guys sorry ck i was just like i know it i know this like okay sorry go ahead go ahead sorry 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 it's okay it's okay
0: (laughs) he's she's like no my friend pam is gonna take me home and mind you like betsy was at her mom so her mom could have taken her and her mom offered to take her home but like pam was like no i'll do it so Russ didn't pick her up. And in fact, he stopped, I think, at like an Arby's on the way home. Like when he left, he stopped at a gas station and got like, I think like cigars, like Switzer Sweets or some sort of thing like that. Mm -hmm. And he had receipts, like he legit had receipts for all of these stops. So and that he had witnesses saying that he was at this games night the entire time that he didn't dip out. So when he comes home he comes in and finds that Betsy has been, like, he finds her, like, laying on the ground dead. Yeah. And he calls 911, and he's like, she's dead, and, you know, you know, and I don't think he ran over to her. Like, I remember that being, like, a big part of this, is, like, he didn't go to her right away. He wasn't, like, covered in her blood. He wasn't, you know, it was just a little weird. And it's interesting because it's, like, He obviously, like, came in and she was dead. Like, he saw that she was dead. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've been, you're told, like, don't disrupt the scene. But the police did not think this was a good thing. In fact, the police, it's in Troy, Missouri. This is taking place. The police in Troy immediately thought Russ did this. So they basically right then and there arrested him on like murder. It wasn't like it was either then. Yeah, it wasn't very long. It was either like they took him in and they like interviewed him and he was like exhausted and he did these like long ass interviews and they were inappropriate. And he kept saying like, you know, I wasn't the last person to see my wife. You know, this woman named Pam was. So the police bring Pam in and they began to interview her. And she says like, you know, She starts telling, like, different stories. Like, Pam's story changes, like, all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. Like, they would ask her a question, and she would be like, I don't remember, even though it was just a few hours before. Or she would say one thing, like, she basically made it out to be that, like, Pam was his great friend of Betsy's, and that she had taken her to her appointment that day, and that she had driven her home, and that Betsy was excited about it. But that actually wasn't the case. Betsy had told her, like, don't worry about it. You don't have to come do this. And Pam just kind of kept interjecting herself into this day. And here's an interesting thing. Just a few days before the the murder, Betsy knew Pam because they worked together at State Farm. And Betsy's beneficiary changed from Russ to Pam.
1: What?
0: Right. Red flag. Her $150,000 policy was changed from Russ to Pam, and it was like the day before State Farm received the policy change was when she was killed. Gotcha. So, yeah, so it was this big-ass thing, right? Betsy is you know, she's found dead and there's all of these things. And the police, when the police find out about the change, she tells them, oh, it's because like she was thinking about leaving her husband and she didn't want, you know, she didn't want him to be his beneficiary. And then later she changed it to, well, it's because she wanted to make sure I took care of the girls and knew that I could. But like Pam, like Pam tried to make it out that they were a lot closer than they were. She didn't go on the cruise because of, like, a weird money thing. And when the police asked Pam, like, well, why shouldn't we think of you as a suspect in this? She goes, there are people in my life worth more money dead to me than Betsy. Jesus Christ. And she's like, why would I kill her? She's like, I work for State Farm. Like, it's up to State Farm whether they process that out. Because technically, she died before the policy change was, like, received. Which I think, in the police's mind, went, oh, shit. You know, Russ must have found out about the policy change and killed her before the policy changed over to Pam. hmm So, he, he gets in trouble. There's all this shit that's happening. So, basically, when they, when they found her, it was about 7 o'clock at night or that's when Pam says she dropped her off. It wasn't till 940 when Russ called 911. He had just gotten home. Pam tells the police that she remembers seeing a car that kind of looked like Russ's nearby. And then that changed, because it could have been his car, or it could have been this truck, or it could have been... Like, everything in this story fucking changes over and fucking over and over again. And the thing is, I'm going to say the thing is, apparently a million times tonight, guys. Sorry. It's okay. But what's an important thing to pay attention to is she would change her story. Like, she'd get caught in a lie, and then she'd be like, okay, hear me out, police, and then tell them a different lie or a different story. And they would be like, that makes sense. That That makes sense. And they never questioned it. But when, like, Russ, like, literally produced, like, he produced receipts from when he left work and stopped at a gas station to get snacks to get his cigarettes, to get Arby's, like, all the things. He had fucking receipts for it. And they were like, you're trying too hard to create a timeline.
1: The fuck? He's arrested right. for his wife's murder, and he's trying to be
0: like, no, fuckers. It was Pam's crazy ass, not me. Well, I don't even think he was thinking, like, and here's the other thing. Like, when they found Betsy, she'd been stabbed 55 times. <gasps> Her wrist had been cut, like, down to the bone, and the she had a fucking serrated kitchen knife stuck in her neck.
1: Oh my god, that's fucking yeah. horrible. They found
0: a second. They found a second knife a little ways away, but like she was pronounced dead. Well,
1: yeah, there's no and that she had that. been
0: dead for at least an hour. Oh my god. So that's important. So if at nine forty he calls nine one one and let's give like let's give a fifteen minute window for someone to be able to come there and like go okay. So let's just say at 10, 10:15, 10, she's pronounced dead. And they're like, it's literally an hour. Like, she's been dead for at least an hour. That means the earliest or the latest, I should say, would be like 9, 15. Someone was there. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, no, that's not how this works. And he literally has, like, he has fucking receipts from places after that. And you could basically, you knew... Oh, it just, it bothers me so much, the police work on this case. Pam is being told by, like, people are being told that Pam is not a suspect whatsoever. The police just, if it wasn't Russ, they just were not going to consider it. So, Russ was arrested the same day his wife died. So, imagine coming home, finding your spouse dead, and then immediately be fucking picked up and arrested. Oh, my God. Yeah. Another thing is is that apparently in his closet there was mind you, there's blood all over the house, but in his closet there's a pair of bloodstained slippers. Like his slippers. Oh. And that apparently he was like over a motive. And they thought that was suspicious. Over a motive? He just found his wife dead. Mm-hmm. The fuck? And then they were like immediately Like, let take a polygraph test. Like, you just found out your wife died. Take a polygraph. And, of course, he failed it because he's not mentally within it. And I believe he took a polygraph after being awake for, like, 36 hours. All of the things that they say, like, you can't do, the police were like, okay, we'll just admit this in.
1: Oh, my God. Poor
0: guy. And I'm pretty sure that, like, I don't know, like, the polygraph was, like, considered a fake polygraph test. Yeah. Is all bad. They basically were trying to say, oh, and here's the thing. All of the negative information about Russ that the police had came from one source. Pam. Right. Mm -hmm. So Pam would tell them that he had a violent temper, that he was a heavy drinker, that he threatened Betsy, and that this is all the reasons why she was considering leaving him, why she was changing her beneficiary, because she wanted to, like, basically get that in line and then leave him. But it's like, ugh. So the day after Betsy's murder, or not murder, the day after her funeral, Russ was charged with first-degree murder and armed criminal act. The bail was set up at $250,000, and then his trial would begin in November of 2013. Basically, this is like the weird fucked-up shit. Like, his attorney was like, here are the people that Russ was with that night. Here are all of the receipts and the timeline of Russ's night. And there's like zero traces of her blood on his clothing, on his body, on any part of him. And we like and we know that there's going have, to have to be something. It would be something microscopic. And they went over him and they didn't couldn't find anything. The prosecutor said that Russ's friends were creating false alibis and were colluding with him. These four people, but all these people in his life who were like, he's not a bad dude. He wouldn't have killed his wife. Yeah, they may have fought sometimes, but what couple doesn't? They were all like, all these people were colluding with him. And there were some things that, like, his defense attorney wanted to, like, put in, but the judge was like, no, thank you, especially putting Pam as an alternate suspect. But the judge, Chris Minniemeyer, Menmeyer literally would not allow it, and this included records showing that she was in the vicinity of their home within thirty minutes after the time that she dropped her off because like her story never lined up, and it changed. It would be that like this is the story, this is the story like she said, okay, I like pulled into the driveway and she got out and I waited till she went inside. Then the next time she told the story to the police, it was i I walked her to the door, and then it was, oh, I got her situated on the couch, and then it's like. Oh, then she would say something like, oh, and then, you know, I tucked her into bed or something like that. And, and like, all of these, like, stories would change because she couldn't mm-hmm. fucking keep her lie straight. And they would just be like, oh, this is a distraught woman. She just lost her friend. She just lost her best friend. But, like, the fact that her husband is upset and can't focus and can't be there. It can't be that he just lost his wife. It's because he murdered her.
1: Disgusting. Fucking disgusting.
0: Yeah. So, mind you, one of the things that the, they did hear a, in a secret hearing was that Pam was able to say, look, the re- I got the money, the $100,000, and I'm putting it into a trust for her daughters. Which, by the way, never fucking happened. Ever.
1: Course not. Course not.
0: On November 21st of 2013, Russ was convicted on both counts. And a month later, he was sent to 30 years in prison without the possibility of parole and was sent to Jefferson City Correctional Center. And that's where he stayed. Well, his defense attorney got right into it because in December of 2013, they put in a motion for retrial and it was Mm -hmm. rejected. In January of 2014, a local news station partnered with the St. Louis Post-Dispatch and reviewed the case and they put it in the newspaper and they reported that Pam kept all the fucking money. Of course
1: that bitch did.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And that also they, they like told how she conducted herself during the, the interviews and all these things. They just put it out into the world. And they talked to the 911 operator who had talked to Russ and believed he was being genuinely hysterical. They did all of this stuff. And when they talked to the police, the police were like, whatever. In February of 2015, the case was being retried. The judge who originally worked on the case recused himself. And so... He was actually released on bond, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, this case just keeps getting fucking weirder and weirder. I just want to let you know. So, they do all of these things and they basically find that, like, there was no cause for him to be arrested. And eventually it was dismissed. In 2016, Russ filed a civil suit against the prosecutor who basically created this fucking crazy narrative. And three sheriff deputies based on the fabricating evidence and ignoring proper protocols of yeah. shit. And so, and like, the th- good thing was, is that they also like, went out public with it. Like, Fox 2 News in that area was like, leak, not leaking, but like, telling the story mm-hmm. in their way. But basically, an independent investigation said that there was no wrongdoing, but the judge was suspended because he had moved onto the Superior Court of Missouri for misconduct in this case. And in 2018, both the judge and the prosecutor were voted out because of their reputation in mishandling this case. Good. Right? So they had like some they may not have like been like legally smacked down, but they were like job wise. Mm-hmm. Basically, the fact that they didn't go and, like, look at Pam as an alter, like, as a suspect is a big deal, especially because she had just as much motive. And mind you, she literally said that the reason why she couldn't have is, like, her mom had a higher policy than than Betsy's. Her husband had a higher policy than Betsy's, so she should have just killed them. It would have been a better payday for her. But the good news is that Russ ended up winning some money in 2020. Yeah. Russ received over two million dollars in a settlement. Good, yeah. I feel like lately my stories have been police officers not doing shit. <laughs> so Pam had not been arrested for this case, but that doesn't mean her bitch ass didn't get what's coming to her because in 2016 she killed another person.
1: Oh shit. Hmm. In
0: 2016, Lewis Royce Gumpenberger was a resident of Union, Missouri. He basically had gotten into a car accident in 2005 that had, like, kind of regressed his mental and physical abilities. Mm-hmm. So he was mentally and physically impaired. On August 16th, 2016, about 12 p.m., he was shot by Pam five times at her home. I'm just going to, like, cut to the chase, because otherwise it's it's so fucking convoluted otherwise. <laughs> it's okay. She hired Lewis, but what it what she tried to spin it as is that he had a note or instructions that said to kidnap her and get Russ's money from Pam, the, like I'm assuming the $150,000 from Pam, and basically the instructions were to kill her, and that she set this whole thing the fuck up to make it look like she was being abducted. But the truth was, is that she actually had found him and she killed him.
1: Basically trying to say self-defense, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, and that Mm -hmm. he was there to get Russ's money and that Russ has hired him. But that's not how that ended up working. Cell phone records showed that Pam had been in Luis's neighborhood less than an hour before the shooting, contradicting her timeline that she had never met or seen him. On August 10th, so let's see. It was the 16th that that had happened. On August 10th, police reports that were filed with the St. James County Police stated that a woman matching Pam's description had approached an O'Fallon resident, Carol Alford, offering her a thousand dollars to reenact a 911 call. What the fuck? Right. They, the police. <laughs> this is where the this is where this bitch got dumb. The police found nine 100 hundred dollar bills. In Luis's pocket, or Louis's pocket, right? Mm. That had sequential serial numbers. Guess where they found the 10th one? With Pam. In her dresser. Dumbass, bitch. That would be such a fucking coincidence. We
1: love to see it. We love to see when these fucking murderers do something stupid to get caught.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Investigators basically say that the knife that was purchased, it was purchased at a dollar store, was purchased with other items that was found in Pam's home.
1: Oh, stupid, stupid, stupid. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, just like a bunch of shit.
1: Fucking idiot.
0: She was arrested on August 23rd and charged with the first degree murder of him. I know
1: I know you said that. What? What year was that?
0: 2016. Okay, okay. But Pam is a crafty bitch. Basically, she asked to visit the restroom and then tried to use a ballpoint pen to stab her own neck and wrist to commit suicide.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Her bail was set at $2 million and she was indicted. And in in January of 2017, she pled not guilty. March, she was basically tried and I believe found guilty. But here's the other kicker. While this whole thing is happening, they're digging into her past and they find out that she's responsible for another murder. Bro. Basically, Hep's widow mother, whose name is Shirley Newman, basically in October of 2013, so like two years after the whole Betsy incident, remember back then when she was like, oh, I could kill my mom and get more money. She said that she dropped her off at her apartment and instructed staff not to expect her for dinner. Mm -hmm. Uh, She had dementia and arthritis, so she lived in a facility. Mm -hmm. In fact, she lived in Lakeview Independent Senior Living Community in Felton, Missouri. She told the staff that her mother wouldn't be needing anything that night or breakfast the following day. It wouldn't be until 2.30 the next day, so October 31st at 2.30 p.m. That they would, like, find her. But basically, they found her outside because it made it look like she had fallen over the railing or the railing had broken and that she fell. However, when they did the autopsy, they realized she died from blood force trauma to the chest, but they had found a sedative in her blood over the eight times of what she normally took.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: Mm-hmm. And... Pam got a payout from her insurance, which was over $120,000. No, it's a it's a big deal. I, I think she thought she was getting more because in er, that earlier oh that year, God. she'd been taped saying that if her mom dies, she was going to get a lot of money. Like, her mom was worth a half a million dollars, which I don't think she got.
1: This bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So while she was there, they connected the two and went, hmm, this seems familiar that these people keep dying around her. Mhm. Right. You're like, oh shit, what's happening here? So, how did Pam get busted for the whole Betsy thing? Well, in June of 2019, Pam entered an Alfred plea, a guilty plea to the murder of Luis. Which I was like, dude, like, I mean, you definitely fucking shot this dude.
1: Mhm. Well, yeah, because an Alfred plea is
0: saying you did it. Yeah. So. But like, you did it, but you're not guilty because it's not like. Which
1: I'm like. Yeah, because she's probably still going with her self-defense stuff, I'm assuming. Yeah.
0: Right, right. The latest update from this is that on July 12th of 2021, she was charged with first-degree murder of Betsy. Good. And I'm like, holy shit, like, that just happened. So it was like 11 or 10 years afterwards. Like, she's being, you know... And Russ had gone to prison for some time. Ugh. Yeah.
1: That poor family.
0: They basically said that the prosecutor was like this was a heinous and deprived crime and that that he is seeking the death penalty so she has put in a plea of not guilty to this particular crime though her armed criminal action charges were dropped later that year i mean there's just too much shit is like her timelines never added up she didn't really live near betsy so like The fact that her phone was, like, in the area up to a half an hour before Russ found her is just a little creepy. They said that her body, Betsy's body, suggested that she had been murdered by someone she trusted. Like, she came in and this was someone who was supposedly her friend. (laughs) This is one of those cases where, like, Pam texted Betsy after all of this. Of course. To tell her that she had made it home. Right. So there's all these things that are just inconsistent, but I'm pretty sure we're just going to have to wait and see on what happens Mm -hmm. with Betsy. But like, she's already serving time for Louis, for Louis's death. So she's currently incarcerated.
1: There's a there's like a special coming out Mm -hmm. with what's her face with Renee Zellweger about this, isn't there like on HBO Max or something? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's scripted. It's going to be called, the. it's called The Thing About Pam. Called The Thing About Pam, and it's currently in production. I'm not sure if it's on HBO Max. I did hear that it was going to be.
1: Like, HBO Max, I don't know, it's on one of the streaming things. I saw something about it the other day, actually, so.
0: There's actually a couple of, like, datelines. In fact, there's a podcast done mm-hmm. on it. Kendall Ray did an episode, which is how I learned about it because i I watched her episode on hers but yeah no pam is crazy like she's literally just Mm -hmm. this like insane woman who thought oh i know how i'll fix all my problems i'll kill my friend i'll kill people for their insurance money but like the police just believed her and the baffling thing is like they didn't they didn't believe russ like he he had legit proof like his weren't like anecdotal, like oh, I forgot that I didn't let her just go inside by herself. That I went in with her, like I didn't just forget that shit. It's like no, like legitimately, he had he had people who saw him, like fast food employees, you know, actual people, like gas station attendants, and she's just like over there, like I'm silly and I forgot things. Fucking horrible. And right, Betsy's
1: kids. That makes me feel so bad. Oh my god.
0: Right. And they didn't know what to do. Like, they loved Russ and they thought he was a great guy. But mind you, they were grown by the time that, like, Russ and Betsy got together. And so they were just confused. Like, did he kill our mom? Like, did he just snap one day and kill her? So they were a little, like, taken back. And then, you know, the shit with Pam is that they saw her colors because she made this big deal about putting it in a trust for the girls and then never did it. Yeah. And then I think, like, another part of it was that, like, some of it was supposed to go to, like, a charity, like, cancer research or something, and that never happened. So, I think she was just killing, like, she found out that she could kill people. Fucking horrible. And get their insurance money.
1: You know what? Being that she worked at State Farm, that's fucking ballsy, because, like... I worked at a state farm, so I understand how this shit works, too. And it's like they they do look into like they aren't just like, oh, OK, cool. Like they fucking check every single fucking thing.
0: Right. But the thing is, <laughs> they like in this particular case, like they weren't the ones who went to the police and said, I think you should look into this as insurance fraud.
1: They were like, no, nope, let's just pay her out. That. Yeah, that kind of blows my mind that she. Yeah. All around. All around, one, that she was ballsy enough to do that, and then two, that they fucking did pay her out. Right. Because they obviously just went with the wavelength of the police, and they were like, oh, he had to have done it because it was beforehand. No, y'all are fucking stupid and got swindled by some stupid-ass lady who thankfully got her karma. (laughs) Right. So
0: (sighs) we'll definitely do an update on her and, like, what the Mm -hmm. fuck happens, because I hope this bitch just, like, I hope they throw the book, the building, the parking lot, a bunch of cars... And the audacity at her, because, like, Jesus, mm-hmm. like, it just, like, it blows my mind. Like, Like, Betsy was already having a hard enough time as it is. Like, she had cancer. Right. Exactly. And it had metastasized to her liver, which pretty much means unless she was going to get a liver transplant, she wasn't going to make it. Right. And so... Also, the thing is, is like Betsy did this, but like it wasn't like she forged this shit like Betsy legitimately went and did all of this shit. And I honestly believe Betsy did it as like I think she was setting up. I want to believe that like she didn't hate Russ. Like, you know, what's her fucking face tries to tell everyone. I think what happened is that she was trying to set up a trust for her daughters.
1: Yeah, this was like her best friend. So, of course, she was going to trust her. Right. Ugh.
0: And I think it was just like, this will make the most sense. I don't know, like, if I was, like, just from my own, my own thought, like, if I was dying of a cancer, and I was like, okay, and I had kids, so I'd be like, I would go to Tara and be like, I'm going to put this in your name, mm-hmm. so that when the time comes, you can get the money, put it in a trust, and then disperse it correctly, because I trust right. you with it. Right. Yeah, same. Right. It would be, it would make sense. It also might be that Russ wasn't capable, you know, she had cancer and was, would have most likely died from the cancer. Maybe she was like, this way, like, Russ doesn't have to think about money planning my funeral. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. you know, Pam can handle it. And that, like, there's a million, because like, there was like a librarian that saw them do this. Like, there was like a bunch of people, like, and I think that's probably why State Farm paid her out, paid them out, is because everything was fucking legit it wasn't a forged signature yeah yeah and pam
1: wasn't a suspect or anything so
0: i mean they told state yeah. farm like the reason they paid her out is the police fucking told state farm mm-hmm. that pam wasn't a suspect and that it was right. a-okay to pay her out and so they were like well if the police don't think she's guilty why would we exactly exactly and that's it's not, not like it please
1: no and it's not like i don't purse. like you guys can disagree if you want but like i don't think that should fall on state farm like this just fully falls on this fucking police department
0: oh a thousand percent yeah i mean they get like they're gonna circle their wagons and be like nothing happened nothing went wrong but they know the fact that russ got two million dollars is a thousand percent and i mean and, and here's how i look at this Some police departments or sheriff's departments do not have the training, the capability to process a murder. And they do something dumb, like, I'm going to try to do something that I'm not capable of. Like, we don't have the training for said murder, but I'm going to pretend that I do because I can't go and ask the FBI to come step in.
1: Right. Because at that point, it's their ego getting in the fucking way. And it's just right. disgusting because it's like you're not doing your fucking job. You're not right. protecting the people that you're supposed to be protecting. So it's just like quit having little dick syndrome and ask for fucking help if you can't handle it. So this A way these people can get their justice and the right person can pay for it. This is, it, it keeps happening and it's just so fucking frustrating.
0: No, I I wholeheartedly agree. I, I mean, we've like the last couple of cases that we've done. I mean, what is it? The Tiana Notice case? Like that's just mm-hmm. police not doing their job. This case. They went with the easy answer. Mm-hmm. The husband did it. Mm-hmm. You know, we see this in like, you know, the documentary making a murderer. Like the first time he's arrested, it's the police just went pick him, pick him, pick him. I mean, it happens, and I really hope that it's, like, it's incompetence, and I don't mean that, like, I really hope that they're bad at their jobs, but, like, I really hope that it's not just people going, well, that they just don't know what they're doing Mm -hmm. versus, like, maliciously going, I don't like this person, let me fuck them over.
1: And that's, like, so fucking horrible. You're like, I hope you're stupid versus corrupt.
0: Right. Because stupid can be fixed. Corruptness is harder. Ugh, Jesus. And I I, I get that. I totally understand, like, not understanding how to do your job. But at the same time, like, come on, people. Mm. Come on. With that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's (laughs) Stabby. We will see you back here on Monday. Toodles, McNoodles, guys. Bye. Bye.